Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, Every single week, we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high-performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you, but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go. Yearofmastery.com. My friends, I'm Brendan Burchard, host of The Brendan Show and founder of GrowthDay.com, and I'm honored to be your high-performance coach today. I believe that every day 
we can be inspired, we can live with intention and purpose, we can bring the joy and honor the struggles of each day to push ourselves to, to grow, to serve, to be a role model, to lead extraordinary lives. I believe that every day is a great day to grow. That's why I started my company, growthday.com. It's an online personal growth platform where you can get me and the world's best personal development teachers live, coaching you every week, sharing our wisdom, keeping you motivated and accountable, encouraging you to find the aliveness and the connection and meaning of life that we're all after. If you're not a member yet, please go sign up at growthday.com and join our huge worldwide community of achievers. For less than a dollar a day, you get the world's best teachers live every week. And look, you've probably known for a long time that you needed some expert guidance and inspired community and life-changing tools. So please, your breakthrough awaits you at growthday.com. Now, let's get to today's episode, my friends. Please listen closely. Maybe you take some notes so you remember these insights of personal growth. And share this episode with three of your friends because we all have to share more positive messages in the world today. So share this with three friends, just like you who are committed to their personal growth. And also be sure to tag me or DM me on Instagram at Brendan Burchard. Join our million plus community there on Instagram so I can say hi. Thanks again for listening. Now let's begin. first thing I want you to figure out is what is the business or the brand or the company you're really trying to build over the long term. And I know that sounds like, yeah, no doubt, Brendan, common sense. But many of you, you're entrepreneurs, you're stay at home, you're maybe a stay at home mom and you're working on building that side brand or that side hustle. You're out in the marketplace and maybe you're already doing something where you're kind of fully committed to it, but kind of not because you've got this other safe job over here. Maybe you're somebody who just started and you're not even sure what you're supposed to be doing yet. The wrong time to hire is when you don't know what you're supposed to be doing yet. You don't know the business model and you don't know where you wanna be in three, four, five years. It's really important for you to get clarity before you hire. And I know that's so common sense, but it's not common practice. And a lot of people hire too soon. And then what happens is because they didn't know the business model, or they didn't know what they really wanted, they got in a place where they had a lot of team or that first virtual employee, that first assistant, and they were all kind of running around like, what do we, what do we do, what are we here for? And you didn't even have clarity on your purpose or your mission or your ambition for the business, and that's not where we wanna be. Because I think the most important thing is when you're gonna hire and build a high-performing team is that you have commitment for your future. You have clarity. When you are hiring, you're not hiring because you have a side hustle. You're not hiring because you have a hobby. You're hiring because you have a clear mission. And your commitment to that is everything because you're gonna ask people to come on your team who they're committing their life, they're committing their day, they're committing their mortgage payment, their rent payment to you. There's a responsibility in you hiring that you gotta know what you're hiring for. And that is so critical. I see people do that all wrong all the time. Friends in Silicon Valley, they get a bunch of investment, they hire 10 people. They don't know what those 10 people are gonna do. They didn't know the business model. They ran out of revenue and they had those people on for a year or two and then they ran out of cash and had to let them go. I don't want you to be in that position. So the right time to hire is always when first you've defined that mission, that goal, that business, 
that dream for that three, five year out plan. And then you know that you're fully committed and you're gonna work it. And then you also really take joy in leading and managing people. Because the truth is you can outsource a lot of things and not have to deal with it. Or you say, listen, I'm gonna make sure when I hire, I hire well. Okay, so these are some of the topics we're gonna get into today about how to do all of that process with excellence, with real strategy and thinking through it. But before we get to the teams, I'm gonna give you the very first lesson point. And I wanna write this down in the journal, and this is the critical thing before we ever think about team, and that is this. You need to develop the skills needed to win in your area of focus. What does that mean? It means, you know, a lot of people wanna hire because they wanna hire things they don't wanna do. They wanna outsource things they don't wanna do. They wanna hire for things that they're not good at. And what I always tell people is, listen, before you even think about hiring, once you have whatever the dream is that you have, I want you to first identify what are the five critical skills that you need to develop and you need to master to excel in your career, like your career specifically. If you're really gonna excel in it, what do you need to get good at? Like what's necessary that is part of the ongoing sort of operations or the ongoing need of the business or the brand that you're going to have to do and get really good at. And a lot of people don't even have that list. So I, want, I literally want you to write down, if you're here with us in your journal, what are the five critical skills that you need to develop to win? Because if you don't know that yet, don't hire. If you don't know that yet, you're kind of just fishing about for excellence and you're never gonna be world-class. And I had to learn this too, because you know, in my industry, uh, as I came in the thought leader industry, we call it, which is you know, author, speaker, coach, seminar leader, life coach, business coach, or online trainer, or online thought leader, social media thought leader. In that culture, which we just call it the thought leader industry, when I came into it, everything was outsourcing. Everyone says outsource, outsource, outsource. Don't need to do video, outsource it. Don't need to do audio, outsource it. Uh, don't need to learn how to manage your stage career, outsource it. Everybody said outsource everything, but I was like, you know what? That's just not true. In every given career, there is a set of skills that you have to master and develop into if you're going to become excellent at what you do. If you're gonna become the highest paid in your company or highest paid in your industry or highest paid in your field, you have to dial it in and understand what are the skills I'm working on? You hear me say this before at High Performance Academy, like if I parachuted into your house right now, uh, well, or onto your roof, and then climbed down and got into your house. If I came into your house and I actually looked at your calendar, we opened up your laptop, we looked at your calendar, could I see in your calendar over the next couple months clear block time that you've designated towards developing the skills that are necessary for you to win? Like, is it in your calendar? Or are you just gonna, outsource it. And you really have to know what those skills are. You know, for what I was doing, people told me at the very beginning of my career, Brendan, you don't need to learn video. Why would you learn video? Just hire a videographer or a filmmaker right off the bat. I said, well, one, I just started my career. I'm what you call broke. I don't have the ability to hire 10, 15, 20 people, but everyone tells me just go hire people. Sometimes you need to develop the skills to do everything in your business until you get the amount of revenue where you know you can hire somebody and maintain their monthly retainer or maintain their salary. 
And that was true for me. When I first began, people were like, just outsource, get a videographer. I'm like, I don't have the money for that. So I went out and I bought a, a cheap, you know, uh, what do they call those things? Flip video camera. Do you remember those? It was a little flip video camera. And I set it up in boxes in my girlfriend's apartment. And I took a little flip video camera and I didn't know how to use it. So I had to teach myself how to use it. And then I went around, I tied it to the box with duct tape around this box. And I put little notes next to it. And I would have to get up and go press the record button, come back and like, hi, Brennan Burchard. And I know I was like freaked out. I didn't even know how to do what I was doing. But I learned how to take that video out. I learned how to upload it. I learned how to edit it. I learned how to put in sound and music and graphics and all these things that took forever back then. And I had no idea to do it. So I would be up two, three, four in the morning teaching myself how to do it. People also said, also, well, Brendan, just hire a marketing manager to send your emails out and build your newsletter list. I was like, I don't have any money to do that. Brendan, hire somebody to do your online marketing. I was like, I, 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 don't, know how, I don't have any money to do that. But here's the other side of it. It wasn't that I didn't have the money to do it. I also had the foresight to realize these were going to be critical skills to my future. What are the critical skills that would be necessary for your future? You have to figure that out. I didn't outsource marketing because like, if, if I don't learn marketing, see, marketing is always going to be a piece of my future, isn't it? So I said, I had better learn to master marketing. It's always going to be something I have to do in my career. What's the skill that you're always going to have to know and do? And I want you to dive deep in it. I want you to dork out in it. I want you to get excited about it. I would spend hours and hours and hours researching things, trying things, learning about things that I had no skill in. Because we live in a world that's telling this huge lie. And this lie is, hey, you know what? Just follow your passions. Just do what you're naturally good at. Just follow your strengths. And I'm like, well, sometimes your strengths are insufficient to build the business you need to build. Sometimes what you're naturally good at, just because you're good at it and you like it and you have passion for it, isn't what's required to actually build and sell and do. I'm not saying don't follow your strengths. I'm saying don't rely on your strengths. You know, the truth is your mission and your dream should never be made to bow down to your limited strengths. I had no strengths, natural abilities, or even personally like intrinsic motivation for online marketing. The question wasn't, do I have these strengths? The question was, is this required for me to build something? That's what you have to figure out. What skills are required, whether you like it or not, and you have to grow into it if it's critical for your future. So for me, like online marketing was that. So I had to learn how to set up a web page. I didn't come out of the womb going, marketing. I didn't come out of the womb knowing how to code HTML or CSS. I was like, what? Ruby on Rails? What the hell? Like, I didn't know what that meant. I had to teach myself that because I thought at the time, I don't have the money or if I had the money to be a risk because I wouldn't even know how to manage a person until I get my hands dirty a little bit and see what this is about, see what's required of it. It's hard to hire somebody if you don't even know what it is, right? And a lot of people do this. They go, well, I guess we'll hire a marketing person. And they get that marketing person there and the marketing person goes, what do you want me to do? And you go, I, I, I don't know. That's not a good place for them and that's not gonna accelerate your business. You need to know what moves the needle in your business and hire to that, not just what you like. 
You need to know what skills are necessary for your future and develop that, not just what you're naturally good at. And this is where people fail all the time. They're just trying to play in their own lane. But once you step into the role of a business owner or you step into the role of leader, it's no longer about just your passions. You have a responsibility. It's called stewardship. You have stewardship to your team, to their mortgages, to their rent. You have stewardship to your company now. You have stewardship to the future. You really have to step into the identity of CEO, even if that's not what you're about. But I've learned so long working with entrepreneurs, some of them just never step into the identity they need to assume to win. They never stepped into, I'm the CEO now. I'm in charge. So they kind of half-ass it. They're kind of like hobby it. They're not really in that role where they've defined, this is who I am. I'm in charge of building this. If I don't, it all falls apart and take it upon themselves to say, I have to lead here well. I have to do well here. Because if they don't do that, guess what? No one else is going to do it for them. So what are the skills you have to develop? For me, that was video. For me, that was online marketing, including building web pages, starting newsletters, sending out newsletters, building opt-in pages to capture name in emails, following up with sequences, automated marketing sequences. I had to learn how to do that. I had to learn how to do webinars and all these other things. Not because I wanted to, but I thought, am I always gonna do webinars in my business? Probably, better learn how to do them. Not because I had a passion for it, I was like, I'm always gonna do them. So let me figure it out first, try it out first, do some research, there's plenty of things online that will help me figure that out, and then after that, then I can go into hiring somebody else because I can manage it. So first piece, develop the skills needed to win. And if you don't know what those skills are or those skills don't currently exist in your calendar, meaning you're developing them then, then you're just going through the motions, you're winging it, and frankly, you're risking your career. Um, one of my favorite things to do to check to see if I got a high performer in the midst when I talk with people, I go, what are the three skills you're working on right now in developing? And if they don't know it, I know they're amateurs. That's just it. They're just amateurs. They're beginners. And that's not to judge them. That's just to say they haven't stepped into living what we call the high-performance experience. The high-performance experience is all about developmental goals. It's all about bringing our best and growing into what we need to, right? You guys know this. I'll share another one with you. Some of you all know I'm working on right now. I've started my lessons and my training in Spanish another language I'm trying to learn right now, and it's super hard because I, I don't have the context for it, but I see that learning Spanish is a critical skill for me in the future. That, and I've set super hard goals on those skills so that I can go to Mexico City, talk to 7,000 people in an arena, extemporaneous, in Spanish. No notes, no memorization, walk on stage and talk for one hour, extemporaneous Spanish. Lord help me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it, but it's a strong goal. You've got to have the skills and then you have to say, okay, from these skills, when do I want to be able to execute them with excellence and work towards that? I can tell you it will change your life. Hey, it's Brendan, and I want to jump in the middle of this episode here real quick and tell you about something I'm really excited about and something uh, that answers a question that many of you have for me all the time, which is, Brendan, where do you get this crazy focus and energy in your life? And the truth is, I've developed a supplement line that really helps me do that. And frankly, I needed to. I don't know about you, but sometimes when you're trying to achieve big things, 
a lot of stress comes along. And as you're trying to achieve bigger things, you need to be on your A game more often. You need to be mentally sharp. You need to be mentally prepared. You need to be mentally energized and productive. And not once in a while, but like every day. You, you have to be on and sometimes guzzling more coffee isn't gonna do it. You have to use what we call nootropics, which are you know basically supplements that help optimize your brain. And yes, we have a product for exactly that. It's called HPX Optimize, and it is our most popular product. And you can get it. It's back in stock at hpxwellness.com. That's hpxwellness.com. You'll find HPX Optimize for your mental focus and energy there. You'll also find my favorite powdered energy drink that we created that's 100% organic and vegan. And you'll find my essentials, which is my daily multi that I take that covers my energy, that covers my longevity, that covers my immunity, that covers my brain and body health that I absolutely love. And you will feel the difference. Go to hpxwellness.com right now hpxwellness.com. Number two, outsource tasks, but hire for skill and management and culture. Okay, so outsource tasks, right? Uh, a lot of, when you're starting to build your brand, if you don't yet have team, before you hire a team, I really encourage you to either hire one person and the two of you outsource a lot of the tasks so you learn what that looks like. Because if you haven't outsourced tasks before, you're gonna be a pretty crappy manager or leader, right? If you just go, I'm gonna hire a bunch of people and you get them on board, but you've never actually managed task assignment and task completion, it gets really hard. So what I tell most people, if you're just starting, which I know many of you were in your brands, your businesses, or many of you are solopreneurs, and you asked me about this, and you said, Brendan, what if I'm just hiring my first two people, what would you do? I say, my first two people, I might first understand your skill sets. I might hire somebody to be your virtual assistant or somebody to plug one specific skill set hole that you just don't have. But then the two of you, before you hire number three, four, five, and six, I actually want the two of you or yourself to outsource first. Go to like Upwork, go to Fiverr, go to something where you can put out tasks as projects to people and manage that. See how that feels. See if you like that. See if you find yourself going, I, I don't really like working with other people. Some of you should never work with another human being. You're just, you're horrible. You just should, you should just know that about yourself and accept that about yourself. Step into that truth. If you don't wanna lead or be around people, you know what? You'll find that out pretty soon as you start outsourcing. I really encourage you. In other words, I'm sort of imploring you, take baby steps. Baby steps into hiring. Just baby steps. It, it's like when you go to college and business school, they're just like, well, start with hiring your team and defining your culture and having a mission statement and values. And I'm like, that's even faster for most people. The worst thing someone can do is go hire five people and not even know if they know what their business is, what their skills should be, or if they like assigning, delegating, and following up on tasks. So first, outsource. And in general, most of the repetitive or simple tasks that you have in your business, you should look for ways to outsource that first before you hire it internally. Why? It's just straight up basics of math. It will always be cheaper to outsource to contractors and outsource to people who you have the ability to hire and fire immediately 
because they're work for hire versus it's somebody who's on your payroll, who, who's a team member, who you have to give you know, three warnings to before you let them go. And especially if you're just starting and you don't really know what the rhythm there is gonna be for them to work with you, outsourcing is great. It helps you find your tempo. It helps you find what you really do as a business to outsource. So I'd love for you to just think about, and you haven't done this in you own your business or you lead a team, to sit down and go, okay, what are all the repetitive tasks that happen in my business? Like, I really want you to write down in your journal today. What are all the repetitive tasks that happen in my business? I want you to just go right down the line, right? Write on a whole list. What are all the repetitive tasks that happen in my business? Then I want you to go in and segment those. Say, which ones of these repetitive tasks that happen in my business should I keep in-house, meaning hire for in-house, because these repetitive tasks are critical to the business success. Pull those in-house. What repetitive tasks happen every single week or month in my business that are important, but they're more administrative or more simple or less complex tasks or less interactive tasks that I can outsource. So you gotta have your in-house, and your outsource list. That's important, right? And then you kind of break those up. Okay, from these repetitive ones that we're gonna outsource, I want you to circle the ones that are most important to actual revenue processes of the business. Meaning, all these tasks you're about to outsource, which ones of them are really key to you making money? And those are the ones you outsource to very experienced, badass contractors. People who you're gonna pay a little bit more hourly for on Upwork or pay a little bit more for project. People who you look for on Upwork or Fiverr or wherever you're gonna hire people for that have just a little bit more experience. The ones that you circled that touch a revenue process, something that your business does that makes money. So then on the in, house processes that you wrote down, the tasks that happen over and over and over and over again, the, I want you to do the same thing. Circle the ones that touch the revenue process. Those are the ones you're going to get people and hire people who have experience with. Like they've done that, they've been there, they've seen that. You want them to have one year, two year, three year, four year, depending on what you do, a couple of years of experience in that role. But those tasks or those rhythms that happen on either side that are not touching a revenue producing process, those are the ones you can pay less for in the outsource market. And those are the ones in-house that you can hire people with no experience right out of the bat. Just get them going. If they got the enthusiasm, the passion, they can answer some of the questions we'll tell you about. Those are great for those folks. And those folks are also at a different level of compensation for you. So once you start thinking about that, it's like, oh, okay, I can, now I kind of get what I do. And some of you, when you're first starting and you don't know, you know your task list is this big. If you've been doing your business for a while, your task list is like 100 items. And so until you've done that process, I genuinely believe you don't know how to hire. A lot of people just go, I think I need a bunch of marketing people. But they've never actually done, it just takes a few you know, minutes or an hour or two to sit down, write down all the tasks that make your business happen. Break it down. Outsource, in-house. Revenue producing, 
non-revenue producing, okay? And that's gonna give you kind of a perspective of how to hire and what you'll be hiring for. On top of that, then you're also gonna be, remember, hiring for management, which is after you're thinking, wow, I might have two, three, four, five people, you're gonna need someone who's a project manager or an executive assistant or somebody who manages or leads a specific field or task set or activity set in your business. You wanna start be thinking about that. When you're first building, your whole focus is finding people who can self-manage. It's everything. Like your first 20, 30, 40 people should all be self-managers. If, if, if they can't like manage themselves and manage their own to-do list or something like that, don't hire them, you'll hate yourself. Find self-starters, find people who can manage themselves, especially in that first 30, 40, 50 people. If we look at the five companies that I invest the most in and spend most of my time with, we're nearing our thousandth employee. A thousand across the five companies that I spend at least time with advising every single quarter. And so I've been in that process where, you know, in my own internal team, you guys can't see it, but we got an awesome badass new team uh, here that we're really excited about. We've been onboarding. You know, our team's gonna near 30 some people. And then across some of our other companies, you know, we're getting 100 people here, 200 here, 500 there. And we've been really growing. And what I've learned about that process is that one, hire people who are self-starters, can manage themselves, and you can do that until you really get into a lot of people, right? You, until you're, you don't need a lot of management layers until you're quite high in the number of employees you have. Okay, my friend, I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Brendan Show. Tell some people about this episode. It's on each of us to spread positivity and empowerment during these times of chaos and negativity, right? So I'm asking you to be the dealer of hope and personal growth and education in your tribe. So take a screenshot right now and share the screenshot and this link to this episode with three of your friends today. Post it on social media. Use the hashtag growth day. That's hashtag growth day because that's the name of my company. And we're always giving away prizes to our community. If you'd like to help me personally, then please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Give us some stars, cheer us on, leave a review because believe it or not, that stuff actually really does help and I read all of them. So my last thought for today, please remember, you are stronger than you think and the future holds good things for you. Tomorrow can be an inspired day. Every new morning is a second chance. Every day is a great day to grow. We're thankful to have you here in the Growth Day community, so be sure to go deeper with us at growthday.com. Hey, I wanted to hop in here and share with you my love for community.com. Every major celebrity uses this. U.S. presidents use this. The biggest companies in the world use this. They give you a 10-digit phone number, but it's kind of like having an inbox for your texting. 
you can segment it to people um, and they can reply back. And it's just really cool because you can also send video and you can send audio. And it's so beautiful of a design that it's really easy to figure out. You know, I don't like all those other systems that send out like some weird little code that you just know is like a promotion. The reason they called it community.com is because they really believe you have to have a text community in the modern area. Texting adds a whole other level. People open up their texts way more. It's way more you know, effective as a promotional vehicle. And it's something that I deeply, deeply believe in. In fact, I invested in them and I've advised the senior team. I'm telling you what, my audience loves it. It's increased the engagement across everything I do. And you can get a free demo when you go to community.com, just like it sounds, community.com. Check it out. Hey, it's Brendan from the studio here. I wanna jump in one more time and tell you about one of our partners, and that is Kajabi. If you've ever seen any of my marketing online or you have gotten an email from me, or you've just admired kind of what we built by selling you know, 20 plus blockbuster online courses, or where I go live in my membership areas, or how I accept money online, now well over $100 million over the years. How do I do all that? I've always used Kajabi. It's spelled K-A-J-A-B-I. And Kajabi just helps online entrepreneurs take flight because we all have to do the same thing, right? We have to figure out, okay, how do I build a web page? How do I capture emails and send emails and funnels and uh, newsletters? How do I put content up that's for free, but also content up that's behind a paywall that I can charge money for? How do I build those membership sites? How do I organize my podcast or my blog? How do I accept money and create checkouts and order bumps and one-click upsells? How does all of that actually work? You know, if you're a life coach, how do you actually talk to a client and connect with them and schedule with them and serve them and give them a member's portal area? If you're teaching online courses, how do you actually put up the course and set up automations to sell the course and to trigger things like an email to go out when they successfully complete one of your modules? Kajabi does all of that. You even get templates that I helped build and I personally wrote to help you write even better emails to your audience. That's at kajabi.com, K-A-J-A-B-I.com. If you wanted the system that most of us in the thought leader or the expert economy really use and we've relied on for years, go to kajabi.com. Hey, it's Brendan. And I wanna tell you about Circle and how powerful it is if you're trying to build your online community outside of Facebook groups. You know, I had this problem a couple of years ago where I just started noticing when I was running a Facebook group, um, really Facebook was incentivized to kind of steal my customer and steal my audience. So they'd recommend other things I didn't like, or honestly, my members were losing my posts in the feed. I didn't really have the information or the data about the people in the group that I wanted. It was hard to actually communicate with them offline, out of the group. And most importantly, it was hard to sell stuff and have an actual business from it without driving them to other places. And then came along Circle. And it's just at the website circle.so. So just go to circle.so. 
And you can see that they have built this incredible platform that allows you to host a community, go live in that community, and really segment the community into these different spaces where you can give people access to different levels of content or community, which I absolutely love. Because, you know, in my businesses, I've got new people coming in, I've got paying members coming in, I've got all these different products or courses or programs, and, and they've always had these different logins, they've been all over the place. Now with Circle, it's in one place. My community can meet there. They can post, I can post, we can use like multimedia posts as well. They can post video or audio, so can I. I can organize things, all of my content in very unique places and grant access to only some people. And of course, I can have my team in there moderating the whole community with me. Everybody needs this. Everyone's trying to build their community, but they struggle. Like what system or what tools do you need to use or have? Trust me, building it out on your own, not an option. Too expensive, too time consuming. So go to circle.so and check it out. If you're trying to build a community and really maintain control of that community and do a great job serving them and building a business from it, go to circle.so.